This week on Show Me Your News, less than one week remains until the launch of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, plans for the podcast once the game is out in the mail time segment, and Suzaku Castle rounds out the 25th week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! <music> Greetings, Smash fans, and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. I am also a Smash Brother. You and us, we are the Smash Bros. It's Tony Mattingly, but you may know him as Tony TH. Seven days. Oh, man. <laughs> we are so close, you guys. And yeah, I know it's it's going to be a little dated from wherever you get to hear it. But if you're listening live on showmeyournews.com slash Discord, that's our Discord channel. We are one week away from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate releasing in North America. That's super exciting. But it's also a loopy cast today. We're mm. all... Pretty tired. It's 8 a.m. on a Friday morning. Uh, I literally just walked in my house 15 minutes before we sat down and started to record. Coming from a red-eye flight from the airport from Los Angeles. So, it's been a day. What's red-eye mean? <laughs> Tony and I do that every day. Yeah, well, no, that, that's just been... called that's called night shift when you work. So, you guys are ready to sleep right now. You guys are tired. Red-eye flight is when you're... Uh, going to get on a flight that's in the evening on one day and then it's going to be the next day when like you get there what's blue eye i feel like i've heard that before too i've never heard that once in a blue moon okay never mind (laughs) i mean with the moon we're going to eventually have you know the 72 hours remaining it's all it all comes together it all makes sense we're going to get those memes certainly for super smash brothers so i was literally waiting so hard to bring that meme up i'm mad now (laughs) i'm like man peter's still talking about his flight and shit i just want to get this meme out of the way but i got you and we're tired. So let's talk about the top Smash Brothers stories of the week. Last week was the episode where the game leaked in full. And uh, basically, one of the things that was still undetermined at the time was how do we unlock all of the characters? I know we start with eight, but then how do we get to 74 or whatever, how they count it? There's a lot to unlock. And some people thought it was maybe it was going to be, you know, every so many matches like it was in 3DS and Wii U. Or maybe if more players are involved, it'll help speed up the process. But it's a little bit different than that. So I think in a way, kind of borrowing the method in a way from Super Mario Maker, where it was Mm -hmm. time-based, character unlocks happen every 10 minutes in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, A random character is selected for you to unlock. If you fail to defeat them in that classic one-on-one battle, you'd have to wait another 10 minutes for that cycle to go through. So it sounds like it would be a lot of time if you wanted to quickly unlock characters. I mean, I'm sure there'd probably be another way if you wanted to go through World of Light and do it that way. (laughs) 
super fast world of light. We speed running day one. <laughs> speed run, let's go. But there's also oh, like you can also use classic and certain. It's really yeah, a classic I'm, seems convoluted as fuck. It's like you got to use this character to get this and yeah, it's, yeah. it's really strange in that way. So I, I don't think people have determined specific ways. Like it's not like oh, uh, for Luigi, if you clear this level of adventure with the two in the seconds, like it nothing has seemed to come up like that. But there is a faster way to do that if you didn't want to wait for the ten minutes. Uh, just do that. You know, one v one versus match. Kill yourself, SD, and then reset the game software. The timer resets that way. So it makes it move a little bit faster. And it's probably going to be the quickest way you get to unlock all the characters. If you're itching to have a party, you know, smash launch weekend and you want all the characters, that may be your fastest way. I mean, if you want to, hey, do a, an all nighter and play through World of Light and do all this, that's certainly your prerogative as well. But uh, now that we know it's it's every 10 minutes, but software resets, reset the game clock, uh, that should help. Do it whatever way is the most fun for you, you know? Yeah. It's your game. It's, no rush. It ain't going nowhere. It's a weird moment where you're like, the first thing you do is you play a match, and then you're just like, by the way, here's another character. <laughs> and it's a random character. It makes no sense. Oh, shit. I saw some footage today of like uh, Bowser Jr. uses his hammer, but every Koopa kid uses their corresponding wand that they've stolen from Mario 3. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, that's good shit right there. Yeah, that's some good shit. What was I going to say that was relevant? Nothing as important as that. I was watching some uh, footage of a challenger approaching screen, and I thought this was really interesting. It lets you pick whatever character you want after that. What? Yeah, oh. it's just. The like the menu thing says challenger approaching and then it's the character select screen. I thought that was really cool because sometimes you get in those situations where you're dicking around and it's like, I'm not good at this character. Not that the AI is that fucking hard to beat, but yeah, it's a thing, you know, that's really clever. Neat. I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool. That's a much better way of doing things. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, just keep that in mind when you're listening to this and you're eagerly anticipating the game. Just, Keep that in mind. You have your options for unlocking however you want to do that. Uh, in the days leading up to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, different Nintendo characters and their respective Twitter accounts are doing different videos, pieces of artwork, different things to signify the countdown and to really seem like it's a whole Nintendo effort that everyone is looking forward to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's just a, a neat thing to point out, um, whether it's, you know, Cappy taking over the number 10 or Simon and Richter have this cool, I think it was an eight, like an eight on fire with, with their whips and all that. Or Isabella's a cute little drawing. Just little things like that. Uh, still, of course, many days to go until the actual launch date. So more things will be rolling out. But it's just neat to keep an eye on. Yeah. It's, it's cute. Cyberlink420 says in our Discord chat that Tetsuya Nomura did Art of Cloud today. So he posted oh, that. I like that. That's that's got to be really neat to see. Didn't Nomura do some fucking art like when Cloud got announced or something? Yeah, yeah, it was like Cloud and Link, like were the main kind of square offs, and then other characters were in there. Yeah, that was in Wii U. Forgot about that. They did, Wii U had some like neat art rollout for like every character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was neat. I forgot all about that. That was cool. Oh, it's a little chibi thing. There's Mario and Link and Kirby's hanging in there for seven days left, and there's Cloud. That's so cool. Kirby's up there. That's really funny. Yeah, just like, that doesn't ah. look like Cloud. That looks like Sora. It kind of does, doesn't it? Dude, all of them are 
characters look the same. <laughs> looks more like Roxas, to be fair. But <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't look like a zipper. Ha ha ha. That's cool. It's cool seeing the other illustrators do it, just like the music, you know. But while we wait until Super Smash Brothers Ultimate launch day, uh, we are also anticipating the Game Awards which are Thursday, December 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're waiting for that digital launch at midnight Eastern Time, you've got an award show uh, for all of video games for the, the few hours before then. Uh, new game announcements, uh, different awards therein. Uh, so I wanted to ask and kind of pose the question. It's not necessarily Smash Brothers related. I, I think we were expecting, well, maybe the Game Awards will be the first taste of Smash DLC, and we were thinking this for a while, but this was before the November 1st Direct, <laughs> before Piranha Plant happened, before the kind of DLC rollout happened. Uh, we were almost thinking, like, if we hadn't heard anything about any post-launch support, like, maybe, since Nintendo's going to kind of have a down presence at the Game Awards this year, Smash Brothers is after their award cutoff date and all that, mm. maybe they'll have some sort of big... You know, outpouring with Smash Brothers and say, this is the first DLC character. But I think that's kind of all fluttered away in a sense. Like, yeah. we're probably not going to see Super Smash Brothers stuff. But what Nintendo news do you hope or expect to break at the Game Awards while we wait? I have never given a shit about the Game Awards. No. I, I feel that because, like, it was terrible for so very long. Last couple of years, it's been a lot better, dude. Like, just just to let you know, not not saying right. you have to watch it, but the quality has definitely like been way better now that he's like not on Spike TV or any <laughs> shit like that. Yes, a piece of masters and stuff, of course, but it's nowhere the amount of cringe. And if it is, it's that fucking guy that just went on a tirade and it was a train wreck. But it was a great train wreck last year. I forgot his name. Oh, Joseph Fares. Jesus Christ. The director of A Way Out. Yeah, that's that yeah. was a year ago. That's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but they've been way better. But Nintendo, like they showed off Zelda a bit one year. I think there's a year as Cranky Kong. Yeah, Cranky Kong was one year. Last year was the Zelda oh, yeah. uh, DLC, Ballad of uh, Champions. Yeah, I remember, I remember everyone being like, wow, after all that, Cranky Kong, huh? Yeah. So wow. Funny. Reggie wears the Samus uh, lapel pin and all that, but Cranky Kong. <laughs> Last year was, uh, they did the, not that this is really exclusively Nintendo, but they did the Bayo 3 teaser, which yeah. we still haven't seen anything of since. That's why I wonder if we get a follow-up of that this year. A lot of people are pointing to Metroid Prime 4 being a thing uh, with the trailer this year, and that seems like it would make sense, especially for like more of an American-centric uh, viewing audience. I know it's going to be around the world, but a lot of Americans are going to tune in as far as the percentage goes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I could see Metroid Prime 4 happening, but yeah, don't you know, be surprised if Bayo 3 uh, does something. That'd be really, really interesting. Also, uh, keep an eye out for Death Stranding. Death Stranding, Kojima, he and uh, Keely are boys. And especially with PlayStation kind of passing on PSX and then E3. E3, which fuck, I haven't even talked to you guys about that. That's fucking nuts. It is nuts. It happened a few weeks ago and that's still crazy. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get a trailer with like a perspective release window. I don't know, man. We don't even know what the fucking game is still. We don't know what the gameplay is. It's Norman Reedus carries a box on his back. That's it's basically it. Or a body. Last time I visited Super, we went to a water park 
and I carried this big like two person raft for me and my fiance up a bunch of stairs so we could ride a slide. And I just carried it on my back, and I'm like, "Look, baby, I'm Death Stranding," and she got a kick out of it. <laughs> the silence for the healing. <laughs> it was worth it. It was a good ride. But uh, fucking yeah, man, Death Strand. I'm so interested in that. I've watched so many. Is this Silent Hills? Is this Metal Gear Solid Five Chapter Three shit? <laughs> I can't tell you how much I've watched. It's probably bullshit, and I'm aware of it, but it's really fun. It's and right up there with the Grinch League. <laughs> look up the channel Python Selkin. Like Python spelled like it is, and then S E L K A N. And they got like hour videos of fucking analysis and shit. It's really interesting. If you're a big Kojima nerd like me, it's pretty crazy. It's good stuff. But yeah, Game Awards is, yeah, I, I can't believe it's that soon. It always fucks me up because they do it at the beginning of December. Yeah. I mean, with no PSX, and then kind of funny is going to have their game showcase on the 8th. So the day after Smash, it's going to be a good gaming weekend. But, you know, we've got one more week to persevere through it all. Until then, let's go over what has normally been the crux of the Smash Brothers news this week. And as we get closer to release, less and less. It's the Smash Blog updates. Let's start on Sunday, November 25th with today's fighter, number 36, Diddy Kong. Donkey Kong's trusty partner, Diddy Kong, uses his light weight and agility to get around quickly. For his final smash, Diddy takes to the air with his rocket barrel while firing his pop guns. The final hit is seriously powerful. He can fly real high with his jetpack on. He sure can. <laughs> I love it. Like his final smash is literally just putting his two specials together. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear like his rocket barrel does work a lot differently this time around. And like when his banana is thrown, it doesn't disappear immediately if it hits. Mm. It only disappears if it's been tripped on once. Are you right? Walks right into it. That's probably the best part of that trailer. Yeah. And did he's so happy? He's like, yeah, I did it. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> But also, the pop like, gun explodes faster. Yeah. Always fucked me up. Yeah, using the up B on the stage with that arc and like the explosions, yeah, a little more powerful there. But God, I mean, just it's at this point, it's almost like reminiscing about what we thought of certain characters. Remember how is the whole thing of like, uh, he doesn't use his tail for the multi jab combo. Maybe that's a hint at Dixie Kong. It's just yeah. like, oh, geez. Yeah, that was a thing, huh? Why well, wasn't Shadow? Why wasn't, I don't even know. Yeah, at this I'm point. still kind of oh, holding yeah, out. I can't wait for Cranky Kong at the Game Awards. <laughs> Where's Funky Kong? Where's the Funky Kong Echo? Just make him look a little different. It's easy. They've got Funky's Fugue as a track. It's pretty awesome as the oh, original. Man. I'm still holding on to hope that maybe we'll get some rando echoes. Like they'll just fuck around and make some echoes <laughs> in the DLC development. That'd be nice. I mean, it'd be really nice because, like, they're still updating like Mario Odyssey with new costumes, so yeah, they've got people on task on older games to just keep on rolling out content. What, what gets me is this seems like a very like not a final Smash game because of course it's not going to be, but this seems like I mean it's ultimate, you know. And that's the thing, like I mean it's ultimate because like that's the American, the Western title for it. But I mean if you look back in in Japan, it's. Super Smash special. Brothers Special, Dairanto Smash Brothers Special, or SP. Uh, 
and like Sakurai had it was an interview recently, and he got questioned about that. And he's like, "Oh, well, we always try to make it seem as if it were the last Smash Brothers game, but you never know for the future, etc., <laughs> etc." Et yeah. So. But Sakurai never lies, even though he says, "This is going to be my last one." <laughs> yeah. Well, he. I'm sure he always hopes. It's the one lie he affords himself every time. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, I feel like the Echo concept was introduced, but not really like brought out that much you know like yeah. there's, a, there's a handful but it feels like the way that he hyped that up he's like echo fighters you know it's easier but he didn't make that many i mean i'm not bitching like i'm not like you know grateful or anything but i would have thought there would have been more echoes personally the way he talked about them you know yeah mm-hmm. even if it's like you know if there were ever a dlc pack two, like i honestly would have no problem with it being like just echoes like flesh some of those Me out too. there are so many that could be done yeah yeah absolutely some of Diddy's pictures here, though, are, are interesting. Uh, you see a couple of the different alternate costumes, the darker fur one. Uh, his face when his pop gun explodes on the ground, like that's that's a different explosion going on. I, it looks like it looks like a real ass explosion. Yeah, I look. I think it looks like it's staged and it's trying to be funny and cagey in that way. Oh yeah, that's probably like a fire emblem explosion or some mm-hmm, crazy shit mm-hmm. in the background. But his face there is just it's yeah. priceless. He's got K rule eyes. He kind of does, yeah. Yeah, they're all they'll popping crazy. And Kirby's face when he's getting nared. He looks just asleep. He's just like as he always is. He's like, oh, I'm going to embrace this fate. I believe it's a side B jump kick. Yeah, that's that's right. What the nair is the spinning yes. attack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're he right. Thinking like it's a sex kick, and I'm like, not as much as you'd think. That's what I was thinking of. You are right. He's got the angry eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's just the more expressive nature of all these characters. And goddamn the fur in that render is crazy. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. We're talking about that uh new expressions. Let's talk about Lucas. Oh all, all of his expressions. And how they're basically the same. Monday, November twenty sixth. No surprise. Today's fighter number thirty seven, Lucas. Like Ness, Lucas is a young boy who uses Psy powers. Some of their Psy moves share the same names, but since Lucas has different abilities, the moves may work differently. Be sure to try them out. For his final smash, he calls down a shower of meteors, along with Kumatora and Boney. Boney's a good-ass name for a dog. Yeah. You know how everyone does the things with, like, with Ken and Ryu, where it's like, well, Ken's the better Ryu, and... I've always felt like that about Lucas. He's just like the goodness. Yeah. I mean, the the back airs are gosh, probably the most different. I think when I just think of the differences between the two. I always think about mentally powered flip kicks. Mentally powered flip kicks. And up until now, and (laughs) there's so much that goes into, gosh, the history of that character. But he doesn't got no Charlie Brown shirt. He doesn't. Doesn't he? Oh, gosh. And the... uh, (laughs) Uh, you know playing the trailer and then afterwards you know youtube has the recommended videos and it shows lucas's uh smash wii u trailer and like because i haven't played mother three and you know the knowledge that you know he's he's from the town of nowhere so when (laughs) the splash text says lucas comes out of nowhere and it's like oh i totally didn't get that that first hit (laughs) <laughs> the whole How old were you when you knew that today years yeah, old. Yeah, today years old. <laughs> I want you to know the whole Courage the Cowardly Dog intro went through my head when you said that. 
<laughs> well, man, no, I, I got fucking YouTube poop music video, Planet Freedom. That's... He came from the land of nowhere. Oh, God. Yeah. No, he came from a land down under. It's one of those shows, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Lucas is great. The, the thing that always sets him apart for me is his fucking up smash has always been ridiculous. Ah, uh, yeah. My friends yeah. would just do that, and I'm like, oh, I was at 40%, I'm dead. Well, and now apparently you can charge smashes for much longer. Yes. Which, like, that's a new thing to me. Like, I didn't know about that. But yeah, just imagine some of those smashes when you charge them up for way, way, way long. And then someone somehow gets baited into that. But, you know, that's a whole other thing entirely. That's a team's thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm just thinking to myself, since Melee even, and I hope it's true here, um, an oft forgotten aspect of charging your smash attack is if you get hit while charging your smash attack, you actually get sent further. Hmm. So if you interesting it's going to be like similar here, if you charge your smash attack for a really long time, but then you get hit by a smash attack, are you going to be sent away farther? That's something I want to look into. Crazy. I think I saw that at first because uh, someone posted on Twitter that like Peach with her different forward smashes with the frying pan and the golf club and all that. Uh, you can you can tilt those now. Yeah, you can tilt those and like in your charge, you can select which one you want to use. Like that's, I was going to say bananas and that's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. But like, no, that's crazy. You got to enter the Konami code when you're picking turnips <laughs> and that. <laughs> but when you're fighting Lucas and S, you always pull dot eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so it's yeah interesting to see Lucas. Uh, yeah, I, I always remember being at the uh, Nintendo World Store in New York. It was April Fool's Day, and that happened to be a Nintendo Direct day. And I was there for the New York Auto Show, and it's like I'm gonna stop by. I've got some free time, and like that was the Nintendo Direct where they announced Lucas as the the DLC character. It's like that's crazy. Like it's just you know good memories there. Mm-hmm. It was weird he got cut last game, wasn't it? Until DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smash 4 is so fucking weird, like in the history of like the series, the more I think about it. You've always pointed out it's rushed, and I've been like, yeah, it kind of was, but like, just the roster seems random even. Yeah. I will always stand by the fact that Smash 4 is a fundamentally bad game. Yeah, like Brawl's like the worst one kind of objectively and if you love brawl it's fundamentally fun, not. it's not broken it like just you, had some bad decisions like tripping and stuff and you can it's see not, where they were going with it yeah. you know it's not as broken until you push the competitive aspect smash 4 is broken on like every level like the events all suck classic mode is broken what the fuck is crazy orders <laughs> smash tour and smash then tour. smash tour and I'm like Smash for Wii U is just a broken game at every level. Then you're like, oh, wait, the reason why this is actually as bad as it is is because it was trying to differentiate itself from the much better version called Smash for 3DS. Mm-hmm. I like Smash for 3DS. I think it's a good game. But as soon as you transfer that game to the big screen, it breaks somehow. Something about it no longer works right. And probably splitting the development for both games probably hurt both games, even though you like the 3DS one better. Like, it objectively would have been better if they only developed that one. That's a good point. 
Uh, Cyberlink420 mm -hmm. also presents a counterpoint in our Discord channel, saying, Melee is also rushed and broken. It's just broken in ways that people like and exploit. I right. agree with that statement, but also like game development is like a whole different beast than it was when Melee came out. Yeah. But one the, one two year turnarounds for games were fucking the norm back then, like and great games, like Res all the Resident Evil games and like Final Fantasy games didn't take as long mm -hmm. as they did now. It's also not uh that much of a point in the fact that where I say Smash 4 is fundamentally broken, it's broken in like a thematic sense as well. Because even though Melee is rust and broken in its engine and such. It's not broken in the event matches. Classic mode is still solid. Adventure mode is great. All-star mode is new and it works perfectly fine. But you move back to Smash 4 and like you turn on intense or it's very hard or whatever it's called. Intensity 10.0. And suddenly like the characters don't behave with better AI. They just hit harder and take less knockback. That's a fundamental problem that you need to put on equipment to play your single player weird modes and there's no way to classically play it and stand a chance. You know what else was weird and probably took a lot of dev time was those fucking other special moves and nobody used them because of the <laughs> unlock method. Yeah, I, I don't think they took a lot of time. Yeah, I've just been thinking about Smash 4 lately a lot more and I'm like, wow, that's... It's really weird the more I think about it, the whole its whole place in the series. Well, fingers crossed for spirits. Yeah. Ultimate's really gonna drop and just be like, hey, this is what Smash 4 should have been all along. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like, you damn right. Yeah. Missing note, uh 87 asked if any Smash game wasn't Rust. Uh Brawl kind of wasn't. It seemed no. like they took their at that like that game got delayed a lot. And I know they added Sonic, but they seemed to take their time with that one. Mm -hmm. But uh I think Smash 4 probably was rushed and Working on two platforms didn't help, but they were trying to fucking save that Wii U to save their goddamn life. Like they needed Smash. It didn't work. Oh, yeah. And not through that game's fault. Like the Wii U is yeah. a whole troubled history of that. But it seems like I don't think this game's rushed. I just think the team is huge now with Bandai Namco mm -hmm. and they're mm -hmm. making one game. And they it's not a port. Like it's not just a port. I'm sure they had so much framework and shit to work off of. Yeah. God, the amount of things in this fucking game coming out is mind-boggling i'm really down for it remember yeah. in smash 4 when it re when it was released it had no di it had vectoring was what we called it yep <laughs> and then and then wario had vectoring do you remember how <laughs> wario didn't di right yeah and he would just like oh i got hit all of a sudden i'm over here <laughs> on the other side of the stage why but Lucas, sorry, Lucas, <laughs> we just gotten all nostalgic. This is our last show before the game. Yeah, if you were Klaus, we would have paid attention to you. Well, he's oh. got him in a in a screenshot, so he's got he's got the master ball. So there you go. That that's that's cute. What's up with that master ball picture? Is that supposed to be something? I don't know. I, I haven't is, played the game. Is is the Mother Three's last boss on the lava planet at the end of Star Wars, and he throws a <laughs> pokeball? Is that what happens? No, nah, he puts it on his head or something like that, and corrupts him. I'm so sorry, Mother 3 fans. I, I, I love your series. I just I haven't played it. And he's like, I have the higher ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what happens. Nintendo should be a fucking Echo 2. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he should. We got two music updates this week. We'll start with the first one on Tuesday, November 27th. Today's music. You can now listen to Nintendo Switch Presentation 2017 trailer BGM from the Legend of Zelda series. 
Enjoy this track, which you can't listen to in the main game, arranged by Ryo Nagamatsu. It's a pretty good track, but let's take a listen to that excerpt. Strange title. Nintendo Switch Presentation 2017 trailer BGM. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's the best game trailer of all of 2017. I'm just gonna put that yeah. out there. Let's be honest. Like it it was the best trailer of that whole year. Uh the music is a big part of that. So it's it's a good arrangement uh for that. I, I'm actually kind of thrilled that they included this song in the game. They really didn't have to. Has it like ever been released on anything? No. Yeah, so it's like not even like a clean version. Not even like in the game code or something? Nope. Oh. wasn't there either. So, I mean, you always get it with uh, Daruk being like, Here it comes! And it's just oh. like, yeah, I don't know. Daruk's protection is ready to roll. Ready to roll. Do you remember uh, how Twilight Princess had that fucking badass, like, orchestrated oh, uh, yeah. intro? Mm-hmm. But yeah. only for the intro? That was awesome. That's That was also, like, uh, in a trailer... One of the best songs in that game. Yeah, it's it's so good. Like, how has that not been in Smash? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really good song. But then we get to the other music update, today's music. Did you know that you can now listen to the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate theme song? The Japanese vocals are done by Irina Koga, while the English vocals are sung by Abby Trot. Again, let's take a listen to that excerpt. It is Maya. Good for Abby Trot to get that work. And then uh, Arena Koga, I guess, like just turned 18. So, like, damn. Like those pipes for a kid. Yeah. Good shit. Mm -hmm. So, this was a bit of a misnomer update because this has been here for, well, since the direct. Since the direct, yeah. If you uh, go to the Super Smash Bros. music page, uh, there is a glowing star on that picture. If you click that little glowing star, you get the full lyrics. The weird lyrics that they are. I was about to ask you if you've warmed up to it at all, but I guess not. Nope. I have. But I mean, I've I've warmed up to the song a little bit more, but like the lyrics are still really weird. Man, you gotta bear that torch though. Did you see the fucking interview Sakurai did about how Kirby was the only one that survived? Basically because he's he's my boy. <laughs> He was like, no. And he was just like, Kirby's the only one that can warp. The warp star can warp. No one else could survive. And I'm like, I'm sure someone else could have warped. Yeah, he does mention that it was biased, though. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, no, it's, hey, yeah, no, it is me. <laughs> and I created that warp star, so yeah. Sonic can warp. He can fucking use chaos control. 
this is the ultimate. Oh. But like he's like Bayonetta don't work because she'll go to Purgatorio or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the lights go through Purgatorio. I'm like, damn. <laughs> All right, they, then they they kill hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, wow, World of Light. I guess he just took away hell. Thinking about, because he's thought about all this. Of like, course. I'm sure we're not going to like think about it too much like when we're playing it, but can you just imagine like Metal Gear's world getting ravaged in that footy? <laughs> <laughs> always go to Metal Gear. Always go to like Liquid Snake Spirit's going to help Yoshi beat Metal Mario and shit. Like, that just makes me laugh. Yeah. They're just like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> and like the light comes through. <laughs> Or uh, <laughs> Quiet and Big Boss are splashing each other on <laughs> that cutscene. And then... Brother! <laughs> yeah, now I'm thinking of the model swap where it's Kojima splashing Norman Reedus or the other way around. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about all we can pull uh, from that. So let's go to the third update from the 27th. It's today's stage, Suzaku Castle. This stage has a large platform on the right and two smaller ones on the left. Depending on your fighting style, you might prefer one side over the other. This stage comes with music tracks for 16 characters. When the clock starts running out, or if your stock goes down to one, the music may get more intense. That's a neat little trick. Yeah, honestly, it's the best part of this stage to include more than just Ryu and Ken's theme from the DLC and Wii U and 3DS. Uh, you have all of basically the, the Super Street Fighter 2 characters. But the fact that it even takes into account, like, final stock. Mm. The final stock's the bit that gets me. Yeah, it could have easily just been the, the minute, yeah. Yeah, that means I never ever heard, like, the panic timers or anything like that in any, like, the Mario stages. So the fact that they've, they're like, you know, a lot of people play stock and they don't hear our music that way. Let's just make it down and go down to one stock and trigger the music and be like, yeah, that's a smart idea. You should have done that a long time ago. It is really clever. But then as a result, it does make for a beefier section of that part of the soundtrack. So it's just more things to to listen to. And But yeah, I mean, it's going to be really appreciated when you're playing on it for sure. Has anyone been able to confirm that the fucking like time is running out on Splatoon is anywhere. Like when time is running out in that level has always bugged me. Yeah. It does have those tracks in the soundtrack, but I don't know if anyone's like gone and confirmed if it's like last stock or, you know, the same sort of mechanic. The, the way that track works is like, it's a certain amount of time, like right at the end. So I don't think it would work for stock. Like it's not like street fighter where it just, there's a more intense version. It just, it's like time's about to run out and it's like 30 years. So seconds or a minute, maybe. Yeah. And then it's over. So it would have to be time because the time clock isn't affected by like, <laughs> like final smashes or anything. Like it just goes. Yeah. I, I'm sure in time smashes, it's, it's definitely present. Cause yeah, those, those tracks exist for the, both the uh, Splatoon and Splatoon two versions. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't talk about it on that update cause we didn't get the good intern. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cyberlink saying it does, so that's great. That's okay. awesome. That, that is good. I mean, one picture for this update. What gives? It's pretty. It looks nice, but damn. But our favorite intern is there for the next update. Yeah, it's for November 28th. Today's item, flies and hand assist trophy. Flies buzz around the stage, and a hand holding a fly swatter goes around swatting up a storm. Getting caught in the swat storm will cause severe damage. 
So think like a fly and run away. I don't know why you didn't go think like a fly and buzz off. Or flee or anything but run away. Flies are known for running away. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Also, I was not expecting when I went to the second picture, he's just fucking up Ridley with the flask water. (laughs) He's like, ah. And he's just like, well, but it looks like I got hit today. It's very like villain cartoony kind of thing. It looks more devastating than those times he almost died like five times. <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Wispy don't give a fuck back there. He's like, all right. He's just like, oh, <laughs> oh, he always, he always looks like that. <laughs> Lucas did his makeup. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a Lucas face. Somebody edit Wispy to be Lucas now for me. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the assist trophy that with that leaker with the day one patch, the arising and all that kind of said beforehand. So interesting that this drops like the week after that was kind of all making its way out there. Just interesting to note. Is that Master Hand again? Uh, I don't know. Is that Isaac's <laughs> push move again? <laughs> that model's just being everywhere. Well, let's go to the last update of the week. It just dropped a few hours before we started recording, actually. Uh, On November 29th, today's fighter, number five, Yoshi. Yoshi is all about egg-related moves, like throwing eggs, swallowing opponents, and turning them into eggs, or turning into an egg and charging toward an opponent. With a high jump, recovery is a piece of cake for Yoshi. And for his final smash... A Yoshi army stampedes through the stage. Real talk, he doesn't turn into the fucking egg. He shields himself with the egg. I, I don't care what the fuck you tell me. If they're like, no, that's new canon now. And like, Miyamoto himself tells me that. I'm going to be like, no, he doesn't. Did you guys see that egg bounce on the ground in the video? Which one? There, there's so many eggs in this video. Super. Like the first one. Oh, egg, yeah. Their own egg is up B. It bounces off the ground. It does. That's new. I wonder if it only bounces once, or can it bounce twice? Like it might be it how might... you how you arc it, maybe. Yeah, I think it might. It's probably on a timer. Hmm. I pointed this out um, several times during the show's run, and I've like assumed that we talked about Yoshi already because I don't fucking know what week we do these characters. There's a part in the middle of the video, and it's like on two checkered finish line kind of platforms. A red Yoshi gets to the end of the platform and throws a Mr. Saturn to the next Yoshi, and the Yoshi runs away, and the Yoshi cheers as if they were passing baby Mario at the finish line at Mario World 2. I fucking love that. That's my favorite detail in any of these stupid fighter videos. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. <laughs> that is really cute. And there's Wispy again with the Luke's face. <laughs> Man, I have this weird tendency to pause the video at the exact wrong time. I mean, yeah. that that's just a natural thing to do on the internet. Right. <laughs> I mean, just like at the 15 second point where he's halfway digesting Bowser Jr. And he's just got this face and his entire abdomen has expanded and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. Some great screenshots uh, like Game & Watch with the chef yeah. for the sausage with the bigger egg and you know, she's just gonna like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> so what the fuck you doing? Like his fists are clenched. Yeah, he's, he's, it's that Arthur <laughs> meme with Yoshi. <laughs> he's just like, it literally looks like Yoshi's just kind of like, you know what happens next? No one's going to find 
I'm going to eat that egg, and you're going to watch. It's a big Yoshi about to eat Kirby and Kirby. Oh, man, is this what I've been yeah, It's just like, oh, no. And it's on uh, Gower Plains, so it's like that you know big giant Mechanis in the background there. So it's like kind of fits with the giant theme. That's really clever. Mm. So that's super. Because of those like crazy little pop guys in Yoshi's Island. Like, I don't know if you talk. Oh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. Those little guys are exactly. There's no way to describe them. Hmm. Yeah, they're literally just like little Kirby's, but instead of like Kirby, they've got all big line mouth. Mm -hmm. You just jump on them and they like squeeze down and then go. Hmm. And like I think it's the second world's mini boss. I think so. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is really cool. Is the super scope the fucking man? I didn't know about Yoshi Safari until like a couple years ago. I feel like I got Yoshi Safari right over there. Nobody really talks about that game, you know? Right? It's a sad thing because the game is actually pretty good. People don't let's play it. It's like, co-op. It, yeah, I don't know anything about it. Zelda seems to remember it, but... No, she doesn't, because she doesn't use the fucking Super Scope right at all. <laughs> oh, no. The button to fire is on the top, Zelda. <laughs> there is a uh, another button in the front right there, but I've never figured out what the fuck it does. I think it's a trigger <laughs> to change your gunfire. Maybe. To round out the Echo discussion, where's Boshi? Where is Boshi? <laughs> Hanging out with Gino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bitch. And Yoshi needs to pay his fucking taxes. That's kind of the solid. What a weird joke that's caught on on the internet. I I know. Tax evasion. I love it. Let's get to the mail time segment. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. You can ask us mail time questions over on our Discord server over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. You can also tweet us at showmeyournews. Uh, three questions this week because we got some things to talk about uh, in our last weekly episode. Uh, we'll, we'll put it like that to start. We'll elaborate here some more, though. First question comes from Max Roberts. My question is actually one that was asked back in the brawl days of SMYN. If you could have a sit down with Sakurai, what would you want to ask him slash talk about? I think with everything he has done since brawl, it'd be interesting to think about. I I think I said it back then and I'll, I'll say it now because it's not creative, but I just wanted to thank him. Like, honestly, the Smash community doesn't thank Masahiro Sakurai enough. And uh, everyone needs to have some way to show their gratitude for all he does because the man busts his ass. Like it's, true. it's it's becoming more and more apparent. And of course, he has more help. But the guy's a walking encyclopedia of game knowledge. I mean, spirits are any indication of that, uh, and all the different challenges that will come up from that. Uh, but yeah, man, he puts so much effort in this game and at physical toll. So it would be just to thank him. And uh, gosh, if I had to ask him anything, I think it'd be just like what he wants to work on next. Uh, You know, give him a break from Smash Brothers. We said that last time, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, he needs he needs that rest. But I wonder what he'd want to work on if he had the choice. I mean, last time that was Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, I'm sure he could come up with some other interesting new kind of game. Like Kid Icarus Downrising downfall <laughs> so 
you're all heartfelt and shit. And mine would be like, all right, Sakurai, hear me out. So I have this Goku. SD card. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need to say, really. You, you got this SD card. <laughs> so, so Sakurai, I got this SD card. And then he has his security take you away. And he's like, it was you! You did all the PM shit! <laughs> you were on the documentary. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, that's right! It wasn't me, bitch! <laughs> you know my face! It's just interesting, because I would probably pick his Marina about a lot. Like, I would want to know about Kirby. I'd want to know the fucking initial story of Smash, where he just, like, fucking worked on this prototype, you know? Yeah. This weird fighting game that's just, like, smashing platform fighting game, and then he just pitches it to Nintendo and uses Mario, Donkey Kong, and some other characters without their permission. And get this, the boss is hands. And the boss is hands. <laughs> Like, I wonder, like, I would love to just, cause, like, that was a ballsy move that could have fucking been bad. Mm-hmm. Like, had it not gone over well. I'd like to ask him, like, what he, like, thought back then of, like, if he knew what the fuck he had, like, created. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a cute little N64 game, but Jesus Christ, what it's become. Yeah. I think he was asked that in a recent interview where it's like, you know, when you look at what Smash has become now, like, if you think about where you were back then, could you ever have envisioned it? becoming as big as it is and i think he answered something like you know of course like that was always a possibility but yeah it does seem pretty incredible but yeah like it was you know in a way like there's always the possibility that could have happened yeah you know it was a possibility but you know i think it's a little bit less than what i was expecting to be honest Uh, (laughs) a little less mods before the game comes out oh my god and legit i'm surprised the it's like, yeah, we've hacked the game and now we have it. We're already modding it. I would love to ask him about like like honestly, like what like have a deep conversation about like what he thinks of the competitive scene. Mm. Yeah. Like, and like get in his head about like when Brawl was coming out, because he actively did things to make it not competitive. Yeah. And now he seems to be not thinking that way. Like I'd love to just pick his brain on like his whole thought process of all that. Like, did things like the Smash Invitationals at E3 and everyone, like, giving him all that love, uh, like, how much did that, like, impact? Yeah, that'd be a really interesting question. Did we break him at that point? <laughs> well, when he saw Bayonetta still do dumb shit, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring at it like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, that's, that's another bug to fix. God damn it. <laughs> and that was one of the things just kind of like, it really did hurt the community a little bit right there is because like, yeah, no, that's how you tell us that the entire framework is built off of your last game mm-hmm. is when a bug that was specific to that engine is still here. I, I don't think so. I'm so glad they did that. It's just like, yeah. no, you need to make sure this doesn't fucking happen. I'm well, sure he, he, he came out later and said, just kind of like, yeah, I needed to do that because we needed to do that so we could have all the characters. Mm-hmm. I want all of them. Oh, it's fine. But I don't think there was anything bad about happening. It's just like, look at look at this. <laughs> just kind of like at the very least. Look at the flick of the wrist. <laughs> Maybe Ridley was too big. Maybe Ridley was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Smash Brothers were once we hit on one way. It's a good question, Max. Thank you for asking. Uh, next one comes from DVD Smith. What are your plans for day one of Ultimate? I'm going to jump right into World of Light. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to see me until I'm done. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take. To be honest, I'm actually going to look into World of Light 
and uh, while I'm playing it, I'm going to be kind of like formulating a strategy. I'm just kind of like, is this technically speedrunnable? Can this be something that I look into and go, this could be a speed game. There's already categories in the back of my head, like all characters, just any percent, all bosses, all that stuff. But I have to play through World of Light first to figure out what needs to be done, you know, specifically. And honestly, my first run is going to be a 100% run. So I'm going to do it all. See, that's really interesting. You're getting the game digitally then? Yes. Okay. And and you, Tony, as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm getting it physical uh, mm-hmm. because yeah. I have the super special ultimate edition whatever uh, coming with the steel case and the physical game and the smash controller mm-hmm. uh, so that'll make for two pro controllers in our house uh, my wife and i can then play both on pro controllers uh so i'll have to wait for an amazon delivery so Oof. that'll be a pain uh i'm going to a friend's house that evening uh, a group of friends are gathering to like, oh, first Smash Brothers, uh, Smash Fest tournament, whatever. So at the very least, I'll be playing at that. That'll be fun. Uh, but as far as when I'm digging into my copy, uh, I'm going to do the the one stock sudden death restart that way to get the characters just to have it. I don't necessarily need to relish in the taking the time and enjoying and savoring every character unlock. Uh, you know, I can... I can take the time and go through World of Light, and you're right, go through 100% and all that, but just get the characters right away so that if we ever want to just say, hey, just a, a random match, let's, let's go, uh, you know, all the characters are there. Everyone is there. We're going to have to throw down our uh, friend codes then, huh? I think we'll have to do that in our Discord channel. So if you want to play with us, I'm sure by the time this goes up, we'll have started to compile a... a collection of friend codes and and all for switch and for us and for everyone else that wishes to participate mm-hmm. that's funny i have some friends that are like in the middle ground discord that are like so are we gonna play uh each other online the first night and i'm like that's not gonna work the first night i mean god no <laughs> what are you thinking i'm not dissing nintendo or smash brothers online or anything but any big games releases online is always a fucking shit show when it releases fallout 76 Dude. I don't know. I'm trying to have a friend come over, but if not, like, I don't know. I kind of want to do classic first, mm. just like one run, just do a Mario, let's do a classic. Do it, it really does depend if my friend comes over or not. Cause um, I'll just do fucking free for alls all night. The, the rebooting in and out, like maybe like we could do that every match, but I want to see how long it takes to load the game. Right. <laughs> if it's like a long load time, I like, I just want to, time like that first mm-hmm. night so like fuck that that may throw a wrinkle into it you're right yeah. yeah yeah like i can methodically do that in my own time later but um my friend comes over i'm just gonna probably hey, just do gosh. a bunch of i would love it yeah i would love to honestly because like there's so many fucking stages i would love to sit there and like go through every stage in order like that sounds like a lot of fun yeah and just like seeing the history of like because that's how they're fucking ordered, even though it's a mess. And see how the Omega and Battlefield versions are, what they're like. Yeah. I can't do all that. That's like 300. But uh, <laughs> if you take a few away, though. 
Oh God. But like, I don't know if not, if I don't have friends, I'll probably play classic once jump into world of light and I'll just probably dick around. I'll just do whatever feels fun. My fiance will be there. She wants to learn how to play, but she also knows like that first night I'm probably going to be fucking around a lot. I'm really bad at teaching her anything. I've tried to teach her how to play card games. I'm not a good teacher. Fighting games are really weird too, because like you can teach somebody like how to play, but like when somebody can play a fighting game proficiently, like, I don't know. It feels like you're not getting any better. Like, I feel like smash is one. You kind of need to play the single player modes a lot to kind of like figure out how the game flows and moves like on your own before you can kind of test yourself against like people. Right. My stepbrother's wife was an interesting case where she picked up the controller, learned the controls in a single match and was better than her husband who had played for years. <laughs> immediately. That's like really she's never funny. played this game before. She's not a huge gamer, but you know, she's kind of got that analytical mind where, you know, through the first match, she was just kind of like, okay, this does this, this does this. Oh, this can be used to recover because she watched me use it. And then immediately she was just beating the shit out of her husband. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> that's sad for the husband, but that's good. That's really it's, funny too. Some brains right. are better for that shit. Uh, fiance can beat the fuck out of me in Tetris. <laughs> I'm not good at Tetris at all. I know you said fiance, but I mean, holy shit. My brain was just like Beyonce. And I'm like, why are you playing Beyonce <laughs> in me Tetris? And, me and Beyonce play Tetris sometimes. I didn't tell you about that. No, man, you, you didn't. I thought you were more of a Poyo man myself. Oh, man, you're right. I think if anything, you'd play with Beyonce. It'd be, hey, hello, hey, hello. <laughs> but yeah, I can't fucking wait for that first night. I'm like fucking chomping at the bit. I'm so ready to just. Yeah. And like, I'm going to probably annoy my, if it's my one friend, I'm well, I got a bunch of coins. Let's check the shop real quick and buy music. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you got to get those tracks. <laughs> I've heard some people like, I'm going to adjust all the music. And I used to do that. And I think I did that for Brawl and, uh, stuff a little bit but i'm like at this point i'm like i know you're gonna lock music so you might as well unlock all the fucking music first yeah i will definitely be like online like i'll i'll have my online open uh i'll accept all our friend requests coming my way and like i think you can challenge people i'm not 100 sure about that i kind of forgot how the online works that's what our discord is for Pretty much. I will I'll be uh, accepting all comers, and I will probably play longer than you will. <laughs> that is a, like, royal you. So get ready to get your ass beat by Super. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, I'm not good at Smash 4, and I don't think Ultimate's all that different. It's more or less like, I'm gonna keep playing, because I'm probably just gonna enjoy the fuck out of myself. Me too. I can't wait. Don't expect items to be on. Oh, no. No, you crazy. Akuma just got a switch like today. And if you know him and me from the middle ground, our characters fight a lot. So that'll be fun. I'll be sure to fight him and tape some matches if you if you give a shit about that. I go. really hope that you you beat him. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I really hope that you guys play a fucking yellow bracelet Sonic versus red bracelet Sonic. And you're like, wait, how can I tell the difference? <laughs> you really can't. And then you guys can change to fucking, I don't know, Cloud versus Ryu, because that's about as close as you're going to (laughs) get. It's kind of about the same thing. Yeah, fucking night one. I'm fucking ready to go. This last mail time question comes from Dwight. He says, with the release of Smash Ultimate a week away, what are your plans for SMYN once the game is out? I know it was always planned as a seasonal podcast, but will the Discord remain? 
Will you all be starting new projects? Yeah, so the Discord will remain. Uh, that's that's not up for contention. We're not going to pull a big lever and the lights go out. <laughs> uh, as we said, it'll be a place for you know our community to gather to talk about the game. We can still you know speculate, DLC, all that stuff, uh, trade friend codes, set up match requests. We can probably even make a channel just for those. So yeah, and then we can even pop in. I don't know, maybe you know every couple weeks or so, and we can have a you know, maybe like a big. You know, Smash Party Smash or whatever. Night. Yeah, Smash Night. And we do, uh, you know, those online lobbies where you can either do like the spectating and all that. I'm sure we can do that for sure. I, I think that's an important thing going forward because like, we've all made, you know, friendships through this podcast and people listening. So I think that's an important avenue to kind of help continue that and just uh, help with communicating with each other about the game that we've been obsessing about over the last several months. Uh, so I think that's really important. So the discord isn't yeah. going away, but it does sound like you are hinting that uh, every couple of weeks we'll be doing that kind of stuff. But as far as the weekly weekend podcast, yeah, the podcast, as far as that goes, uh, you're right. It's a seasonal podcast. That's the point of it. Uh, it was just meant to help us all kind of pass the time. Like that was the most important part of Show Me Your News back in the day for Brawl. It was to help, you know, the time go by quicker until uh, the release of the game. And, you know, the tagline is, uh, you know, in anticipation of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Well, it's just about here. I think this is, as we said at the top of the show, like, this is the last weekly uh, episode of the show. Next week launch weekend don't expect us to do a podcast you shouldn't even be listening to a podcast you should be playing super smash brothers ultimate as we should i think the following week uh, we'll do a quick uh reaction episode just like a initial thoughts sort of thing uh just to get that down you know one week under our belt i think we'll record something like that but then we're also looking to uh, do something in late December, and this is still early. Plans are still formulating. I uh, yeah, could uh, could always fall apart at the last minute through uh, you know whatever unforeseen circumstances. But uh, Super and I are looking to make a road trip down to Kentucky yeah. and meet up with Tony, and that would be a place that not only we could play matches there and you know in person, and that'd be all really cool, but. Uh, we'd be looking to do a video review of sorts. Uh, some of you may remember that, you know, back in the original Show Me Your News and uh, Alan, Samurai Panda, and I, we did this video review, and <laughs> it was it was certainly an interesting video that we did. I'm not wearing a scarf. No, no, we wanted to. Actually, the... no, actually, I'm totally going to be actually wearing a scarf. <laughs> it's gonna be it's, cool. uh, it's it's actually Jake the dog. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, we want to do something like that. Um, you know, we'd meet up at the end of December. That's kind of when it works best for all of our different work schedules and holidays and all that. Oh, I'll be absent like half that fucking time because I work at a shipping company, but I'll be here as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, then it'll take some time to work on that. I don't know, honestly, what the plans would be going forward when things like DLC characters are announced. I think it's it's going to be more of the matter of like the video review would be the end of the show. I mean, we had discussions about this and it's just a matter of like, this was a lot of work to do. My production standards definitely escalated a lot 
over the last 11 years. So especially when I was kind of keeping track of these last several weeks and I was taking a little longer, just, you know, work stacking on top of it to boot. But uh, it was taking like upwards of eight hours to edit an episode. Jesus, I didn't know that. It's this crazy process that I go through just to make sure that everything sounds as best as it can, uh, whether it's Mm -hmm. removing ums or stutters or awkward pauses. And that's, you know, in addition to compression effects and, you know, syncing them up and removing overlap and, and everything like that. It's it's tedious and it takes like basically two thorough listens and every little uh, minute detail. So like it was just getting to be a lot. And I, but at the end of the day, I think it's you're right. It's the point of it was a seasonal podcast just to help us all yeah. pass the time. You also have to like digitally recreate uh, Samurai Panda in every episode. Yeah, I mean that that was that's crazy, right? <laughs> that takes at least six hours. But the point is, you know, our community doesn't go away, and so yeah, the Discord stays there. Uh, that'll be our way to still interact with you. I mean, we won't be going away from that. Uh, we can definitely use that to arrange Smash Nights and uh, you know friend requests on Switch and uh, matches there. So please, by all means, uh, do that if you'd like. I mean, you can always like tweet us like we exist on the internet. Oh, yeah. It's not like we vanish. Like, I mean, you know, reach out however you want. But There's you a little section it. at the end of every episode where you can read out our Twitter na- handles. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so are there any future projects that you guys will be doing? I mean, of course, you know, follow us on Twitter and keep up to date there. But uh, what do you guys think as far as future things? So I have been hard at work working up. Uh, some outlines for a couple of video series I will be doing on YouTube. I, it's nothing super solid set in stone just yet, but uh, I have working outlines for the idea of bad mechanics in good games. Hmm. Uh, and the first one I will actually be tackling, it's uh, Hollow Knight. Ah. Oh, okay. There's basically three, but honestly, just two very bad mechanics present in Hollow Knight, and I'm just going to say one of them right now, and hopefully when I finish the video, you can learn the other one. The big one is Double Jump. Mm -hmm. Hollow Knight's Double Jump is the worst Double Jump I have had in a video game. Interesting. And now that you have a computer that can make videos... uh, Oh man, it's so nice! Yeah, certainly go and tackle that, yeah. I can look at YouTube videos while we're podcasting. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and trust me, guys, that was not something I could do for the majority of this podcast. <laughs> I had to mute you guys or mute something and then press play and be like, all right, is Yoku going to sound like a robot for the next 20 seconds? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Beep, 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 pop, whoop. It's more like someone hit like slow and it sounds like you're talking like 80% speed with yeah. like this. Oh boy. Uh, oh, now I'm sad. God damn it. Oh, wow. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't fucking give him ALS. <laughs> I didn't inject it into his veins. <laughs> We're sleepy. I'm sorry. Bob's laugh makes me happy. Do that. A man's a national treasure. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, uh, for me, I don't know. <laughs> I'll still make my dumb comics for a little while. The plan is to finish out at fucking what issue am I on? Like 778 right now. I'm doing two a week. 
this arc is going to finish at 8.10. So whenever the fuck that is. And then uh, I have some... An hour and a half ago, 8.10. <laughs> God damn it. Loopy cast! <laughs> yeah. But uh, after that, I have another uh, arc planned. I don't want to give it away. If you're a fan of mine, you probably know what the fuck it is. Um, but they're just fun little sprite comics. Other than that, I don't know. I would like to like write more or mess around more, but I don't know. Life's busy. I got to find a fucking house. I got to fucking get married. You guys are both getting married like, with your respective yes. fiancés, of course, but no, that that's a, a big commitment. So like that's, yeah, that's a, that's a big plan going forward. Absolutely. I'm just kind of hanging out. I might not be too project heavy, but I'm, I'm living and it's nice. No complaints. But yeah, hit me up if you ever want to talk about, oh man, I'm going to just do a drop on the podcast feed somehow to yell at you all to watch Evangelion when it gets on Netflix. Y'all better watch that shit. Oh man. Cowboy Bebop is getting a live action on Netflix too. Who knows if we ever do like an Evangelion book club podcast. Oh man. That's just going to be me. Because I've never seen it. I'll be uh, about that if you want to text me and then I can tell you what the fuck happened. <laughs> oh god. As far as uh my plans going forward. He invents trucks. <laughs> yeah, it's been nothing on the Twitter and the Facebooks. There's been trucks and Jeeps and they're very orange. Yeah. I I do work for Fiat Chrysler. It's it's busy. I travel a lot. It's a thing. I'm I'm still tired from this red eye flight. Uh but as far as podcast plans go uh after this i'm probably considering stopping being a front runner for my own podcast brands uh it's getting to be the point where yeah as you said life is busy uh it's not something that i can pursue fully as far as like being the head of that idea but i also have a whole lot to still say and create uh so i'd rather take my years of experience and put it to work with some team uh some group of content creators that are looking to do bigger and better things and it's just i don't want to be the front of that is that a hint it's not a hint so like i still have like a concept okay kind of floating around and i'm trying to do some pitching on it uh but i'd, I'd like to be you know productive for a team of content creators whoever or wherever that is uh so you you haven't seen the last of me talking about games or or making things about games uh it's just probably won't be on my own channels right also i was gonna say like when they do probably like little dlc drops like here's the new character and here's all the info We'll probably like. I can't imagine we don't do like fifteen twenty minutes on just. Oh like, yeah, just a quick little thing. The fucking thing and just drop that real quick. Sure. But yeah, because because I mean, and like God forbid, when a new game does come out in five years, I don't know if we'll be able to do it, but we'll we'll fucking talk about it. Yeah, no, no, for sure. <laughs> Show me news ultimate terror. Yeah, I I do definitely want to say though, like it's it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to do this with you guys, and, and you know, we still have our. Our initial impressions episode in a couple weeks. We'll do one week after launch, um, and then mm-hmm. the video review. Like that'll be that'll be a great time. Uh, but just as far as these these weekly episodes go, like I know it was not an easy commitment, especially with changing work schedules and all that. The fact that we're recording at you know eight a.m. on a Friday again, 
<laughs> or you know, seven a.m. podcast. And I have changed shifts four times since we started this podcast. It says a lot that you guys uh, stuck through this, and and I'm so glad that we got to do this and uh, got to make this. I think it was really important to do for this this game uh, because Smash Brothers is a special thing, not just for. The people we know, the people that we've met, the people that have found us uh, online, but it's it's not just a special game for us in that regard, but it's a special game every time a Smash Brothers game comes out. We've we've said it before, where it's it brings people together. It's kind of that common language, and it's a pre-release hype cycle that is unlike any other. So uh, mm. it, it was really. A thrill and a pleasure to cover this all with you. The blog, uh, you know, bless those interns out there, and and things like Rocky Who and uh, little little goofs there made it you know special along the way. Uh, I'll see if I can even do like a little uh, like my favorite moments because you know, we pulled d- different moments from all the episodes, and it's like what are some of my favorites there? Maybe do a little quick little compilation of that, and we'll throw it up on the podcast feed. But Spider Man and Hiroshima. <laughs> well. Not not way back then, no, but no. just just in this in this ultimate <laughs> too far time, back yeah. on that one, huh? A little little bit there, but no, like this this has been amazing. So thank you to uh, not only you guys, but all the guests we had, and you know everyone listening. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun to do this again. Man, schedules are hard. Oh yeah, you're not kidding. Well, let's wrap things up real quick. What are you guys playing, real quick? Uh, I'm gonna be playing Smash. Well, I mean, yes, we are all going to be playing <laughs> Smash. Come on. I'm going to be finishing up Hollow Knight. Um, I beat the Path of Pain. That was annoying. But now I'm just kind of clearing through the rest of Hollow Knight because I decided that I'm literally like 91% or 92% through the game. I'm like, I should probably just 100% it before anything doing anything else. Oof, yeah, you got some time. You can do it. I'm still playing Pokemon. I don't know where you are. I just beat Giovanni. Okay, that's good progress. Uh, yeah, I didn't take uh, my Spoilers, game. Spoilers, I guess. Oh, oh no! Spoilers <laughs> for Pokemon Gen One. Oh no! Really. Oh, yeah, which which time did you beat Giovanni? You faced him like three times. Yeah, right. I faced Giovanni the first time. Uh, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm going from Celadon to Fuchsia. Uh, I I caught the Snorlax there, and then I'm making progress down there because I want to teach my Eevee. Fairy and ice type moves in in the Pokemon Center. That that'd be cool. Uh, hmm. I'm at like level 40, 42 before Fuchsia, and because Sylph is still taken over, Saffron Gym is still blocked. I got Hitmonchan though at the Fighting Dojo. That's that nice. Yeah, game's fun. Uh, game is game's good. We need to trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll trade. <laughs> so. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of uh, Show Me Your News Ultimate. We're less than a week away, and uh, that's really hard to believe for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Like that's it's wild. So again, uh, just to reiterate, uh, no episode next week on Smash Weekend. You guys should be playing Smash. Uh, what are you doing? Listening to a podcast? Play more Smash. Listen to that soundtrack. Don't listen to a podcast while you're playing. <laughs> uh, we're just basically going to be busy playing Smash and need to make progress. But the week after launch, uh, we'll give a quick initial impressions episode. And then at the end of December, we're going to be working on a video review for you. So that'll probably come out at the start of the new year. Will the Browns still be in the hunt by the next time we talk? I hope so. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, this was a delight. Uh, it's you know not 
goodbye for now, but this is a seasonal show for a reason, and we're almost there. Uh, we wanted to help yeah. make the time pass quicker for you, and we we, we did it. And we're we're almost it's there. It's not a goodbye. It's to see you later. Never be game over. That's right. Never be game over. We'll be back soon with our initial impressions. But until then, uh, on behalf of all of us, enjoy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You can find Super on Twitter at Solharath. Tony is on Twitter at TonyTH underscore GHH. You can find me on Twitter at PeteSpeakEasy. For that, with everyone, I'm Yoko. We are out. We will see you next time. Show me your news!